変身To Crab and Ride from the episode 107. I'm your host Kip, and with me is Cope Six Senpai. Hey Senpai, what's up? What's going on, bro? Happy holidays, man. Yeah, happy holidays. Uh, we're officially in holiday season, though, now. There's like um, multiple coming up. Yeah, this is going to be, I guess, like a Thanksgiving pod, even though it's before Thanksgiving, but it'll come out this week, right? Yeah, it's coming out Friday, so technically Black Friday. If you are shopping for Black Friday, uh, just uh, give a look at some... Uh, fun websites like the wire cutter that I, I always use do not cross the picket they are doing a strike right now so just be careful and like there's a lot of really cool action going on around hey please do not go to this website this day and there's like a couple of those so just like uh keep that in mind too what's that website wire cutter never heard of it oh uh they're really great for like what they do is like you look up what's the best um external hard drive what's the best water bottle what's the best Mm. like beard trimmer and like across like multiple categories like what they do is like they basically get everything that would be like what is the 10 to 150 dollar like coffee presses and let's see what is worth getting and like let's like review like 30 of them and they're very good for like keeping on top of that where there's lots of websites that are are bad at that and it's the kind of thing where they're just like hey we are being badly exploited. We're starting a like union. Don't use our website, even though we're like the best resource. And like today would be like our like big like fourth of July weekend. Like holy crap! Like where we make so much money. Please don't go there. Like let them know. You know, that's awesome. And the irony about that is I actually bought a wire cutter today. So when you said wire cutter, I'm like, what? <laughs> Thought you're like Siri listening to me speak, and then like you're like showing me an advertisement for wire cutters. <laughs> No, they're a great website, and I hope that they get uh, the uh, union contract that they deserve. Just uh, yeah, I'm man, I right feel now. so weird about. Yeah, they're great, right? Yeah, this is because usually when I like look for something to buy, I always do like best of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so corny. I'm like best, like you said, best wire cutter or best tr- beard trimmer That's what they're or good best for, drill. Though. So this is my new favorite site. I already bookmarked it. Yeah, it's like uh, from like Wednesday to like. Monday, don't go on it because <laughs> they're striking. But beyond that, you know, just okay. Uh, but yeah, like they're like um the one best of site that like I'm like oh I believe you, and I'm not just like kind of realized like partway through like your number one option is the same brand as the website, you know? Yeah, and they have some really good like reviews and stuff too, like uh thoughts on like the item. So pretty cool. Do you have any plans for the holiday bit or just like you know? Uh, nothing major. Uh, I had a chance to go see my, uh, family this past weekend because I'm not going to be able to go down for Thanksgiving. So we had like a little small dinner and then, uh, down here, uh, I would be attending my uh, fiance's family's, uh, Thanksgiving. I have to work that night, unfortunately, but I'm so used to working on the holidays right now. It really doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm working that day. Yeah. (laughs) It is what it is, you know? Yeah. You have any plans? Uh, no, I just, uh. I actually don't think I'm going to see my girlfriend until the next day because she's with family. But that's a good holiday. Like I tend to work, and also like it's always like a weird holiday. Because like um, I've like mentioned this before, but like I've uh, like not in contact with like my family. So like this kind of holiday is like yeah, it's weird because I'm I like don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like uh kind of weird not having my mom around anymore this holiday too so i can relate that's rough too yeah so like my uh family's not well my brother's taking it the worst but you know he'll get through it and we're all there for him but you know you know like when you have family it's kind of you know hard not being together and then when you don't have it it's kind of like eye-opening like oh shit i really don't have anybody to talk to you know what i mean yeah and like i've always like loved the idea of like um doing stuff for certain holidays but then sometimes it just always seems like it's like oh there's so much going on too you're like 
oh, I can't spend it with people I want to, or you can't find people you want to. It's always like something like that. Yeah, it's a, definitely a hassle. Yeah, but like it's about that time where like we're both gonna be making more traditions for those times in our life, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, like when you get a little bit older, you're like, okay, let me uh, start making you know like traditional type stuff. Because if you don't, then you'll never do it. And uh, I um, feel really weird about like uh, like the Christmas season like this year because I can't think of anything that I'm engaged with really. Like I like have like nothing I want, nothing I want to like. Right? Find people. Nothing seems important right now. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, uh, only thing I could think of is like a pair of shoes that I've been looking at for a while, but it's not like I like I need them. But uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I really don't want or need anything right now. But uh, yeah, I'm on the same page, man. I tried telling uh my girlfriend, hey, could you like just like tell your grandparents to like buy me slippers? And then she's like, your feet are too big. <laughs> like it's not gonna work out. Like they can't do that. I'm like okay. Fine. That's Whatever. funny. I was just looking at some slippers too. Maybe we get old, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking at a pair of slippers on Amazon. I'm like, I'll wait till Black Friday and see if they go on sale. No, it's one of those things that we were like, you remember one time you had slippers. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then it's been like 20 years. And you're like, man, why don't I do that more? You know? Right. And I never owned a pair of Crocs, but every time I see some now, I'm like, those look so comfortable. I might have to cop some. <laughs> I'm just imagining like that uh, like meme of that like guy like rubbing his hands like in the bushes just like yeah oh Crocs. yes I want this <laughs> <laughs> no I will eventually end up with those those like toe shoes that I'll be so good at like jogging to get my mail and nowhere else <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> that's all you need man oh but no um, what have you been watching this week though or anything like bro I'm like I'm getting back in like binging content like crazy, bro. So, uh, the time of year. Yeah, I just crushed uh, that live action Cowboy Bebop series. And I was so scared going into it. I'm like, oh man, like live action anime. I hate this shit so much, but I love Cowboy Bebop so much. So I had to give it a chance. And I figured this time around it'll be a little bit different because they're not trying to do like a, a movie of anime. They're actually like taking their time with it. And I feel like this is the best way to go about doing a live action. And it's not perfect, but I've had fun with it. I mean, I'm trying not to compare it um, because they're actually trying to do like their own take on Cowboy Bebop. And it's not horrible, but uh, it's it's a little cheesy at times. But the actors are so fucking good. Like John Cho as uh, Spike Spiegel is really good. And I can't forget the or I can't remember the guys that's playing Jet Black, but he is Jet Black. It's so it's so eerie when I hear him talk like it just Sounds just like the anime. And then uh, the actress that's playing Faye, Faye Valentine is pretty solid too. So I'm having fun with that. And then uh, I'm actually about to start uh, the new Hawkeye series uh, after this pod when, when it drops tonight. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, man, I'm having fun. No, uh, everything I've seen about that show has been pretty uh, like rough. Like and stuff. Yeah. It's like, and like, I feel like those are the, those are the, 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 the kind of people that i was like like you see like uh like me personally i've never seen dragon ball evolution the live action one and i always like <laughs> joke about it on twitter or something like that and i've never seen it and i know it's horrible but it's the same thing like i feel like people are just looking at the images and the the one that's floating around right now i haven't gotten to the episode right now is the one of ed and ed looks horrible <laughs> i will admit the the images i've seen yeah, of ed are like oh. <laughs> jarring i'm like oh my god i'm dreading getting to this episode but i haven't gotten there yet i'm pretty sure it's in the finale because i only have one episode yet and i haven't seen it yet so when i get there that'll probably be like one of the biggest downfalls for it but like i said like this 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 series isn't perfect but it's okay it's fine have you gotten to the blackmail seed blackmail oh no you haven't heard about this yet did I I might I might have seen it. I just can't remember. What's it about? There's this lady that's talking to like Jet Black and they're flirting and then like she's like Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to that. blackmail him and like have sex and he's yeah. like, Oh, are you blackmailing me? And then she's like, Well, you are a blackmail. And I saw that. I was like, Wow, this is a <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of shit like that it's going the on. But- shit. <laughs> I'm I'm showing my age right now, but you know, like this this series kind of reminds me of like one of those old sh- 
uh, shows that used to come on like Showtime at night. Like, uh, what was it called? Xeox or Xenon or something like that. What was the shit called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the one about like the like 25th century or whatever. Yeah. And the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of has that vibe to it. Um, Then it has like a little like a, I'm not sure if you've seen like Highlander back in the day, like that old series like that. It just, it just has like a nostalgic vibe to it. I I guess that's why I'm enjoying it so much because I used to love those shows so much growing up. So it just reminded me of like those kind of shows that were like on Showtime at night or, uh, you know, like uh, USA or TNT. (laughs) That happened to me like recently where I was like, I don't like this show, but it's nostalgic for me for like, (laughs) and that was for the boys, honestly, because I was like, oh yeah, I, I like, gritty version of a graphic novel i'm so nostalgic for these <laughs> right so i guess i'm i'm i guess i was there to like demo when they're like making this show and i'm falling for it to be honest i'm not even gonna lie i can't i can't even talk shit about it like i'm i legit it's one of the first shows i crushed in so long so i'm almost done with it and uh you know i'll put a review on, over on my pod when i'm done no it's great and uh i um i've been going the opposite route um in like I'm going more back to some old anime that I haven't seen forever, but um, that's always fun. If you have like the like bug for like a live action like anime, check out the um, Phoenix Wright movies because they're by uh, Takashi like Mike, and they're insane. They're great. Okay, I want to say I, I will ever have a bug for live action anime because <laughs> I, I hate them so much. But it's just it's just I'll I'll, I'll check it out. But uh, it's just something about this series right here that it's just like so corny and cheesy that is good you ever watched anything like that before yeah no uh, if you <laughs> like could see like one show one show get made into like a corny live action show what anime would it be probably cowboy bebop this is like the perfect blend of what i would want out of a anime i can't really think of anything else oh remember that show that was on toonami that was like uh, this guy and he had a lightsaber and there was a cat girl no, no. What? <laughs> uh like Tenchi Mio. Okay. Lightsaber. Yeah, like Tenchi. Oh, like Tenchi Muyo. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be a really I, corny live action yeah. show. And then like just lean into like the gimmick of like the costumes and stuff like that and just Yeah, man. That might be that might be actually be good. I need to rewatch that. That was one of my favorite shows growing up. I haven't seen it in a while. I mean, it probably holds up in the best ways, but um uh, I've been watching like a show, and that is Yu Gi Oh GX. And whoa, this show! Is I've incredible. never watched this one. I've watched the original. I haven't. I've never seen uh, Yu Gi Oh GX. Can you explain the difference between the two? Uh, so it's like a new cast changeover. Like it's like oh, the original series was like just called Yu Gi Oh. This has like a new cast entirely. Um, and it's basically like there's a private school on an island separated into three dorms. For people that want to get really good at duel monsters. <laughs> and uh, there's like Slifer Red and they're poor. And there's like the blue that are all fancy or whatever. But um, <laughs> it's so cheesy. Like all the dialogue is terrible because it's like four kids, like 2008 dubbing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's perfect because there's like just stuff like a like character called like... um the main rival is called Chaz Princeton and he's constantly saying stuff like I'm going to smash you in your puny cards at Duel Monsters. That's an awesome name for a villain. Right? <laughs> Chaz Princeton. Chaz Princeton. <laughs> and uh, there's this episode for example where like uh, his two older brothers show up. One's like a really successful politician and one's like a really successful like businessman. And they're like mad at him and they're like, Chaz, we made a pact as brothers to control business, politics, and duel monsters and take over the world. You're holding up your end of the bargain. <laughs> so it's just like the perfect show to watch uh, and get high. <laughs> really Nice. I'll do anything. But, uh, so do you play? Uh, so funny story. Not forever. But when I was like uh when the show was coming out when i was like 11 12 maybe even 13 i was still playing Yu-Gi-Oh cuz i got super competitive and i was mm. like making money off of it and making cards off of it and like running games and stuff damn okay this is a different side of you i didn't know you 
You're out here hustling like a uh, kaiji. So I would like get to like the like a uh, mall with twenty dollars. Uh, I'd be done are playing. You, I would wait. Have, are you fucking with me? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'd be done playing. I'd have like seventy two dollars, sixty seven dollars on cards, and get like a coke and like a wow. pack of chips, and then like go home. That is an amazing story, man. I would have never guessed that. No, I was a fiend. That's why, like, I uh, don't. I haven't touched it for like years. I was like, oh man, I probably shouldn't like gamble on playing cards. I'm not 12 anymore. So you're like watching Yu-Gi-Oh and on a different like spectrum than everybody else. You're like, why would the fuck would you use that card in that situation? Like you see the ins and outs, like a like you're watching sports or something. Yeah, like I've like played some Magic: The Gathering since then. Like I like like some like card games and like video games but like, i purposely avoid spending money on cards because i know that i like get too into <laughs> it and, and like i'll like you're like a drug addict you're like no i can't go down that hole again <laughs> know how like sometimes if like kids it's like oh man like why'd you play so rough and like one kid has like a skid knee and stuff that was me with Yu-Gi-Oh. i was like if i play like a competitive game of that i'll just like make it not fun for everyone else Start cussing everybody out like fucking idiot. That's funny. Yeah. So speaking I of speaking more. of live action earlier, you ever watched the Magic the Gathering movie? I oh, still haven't seen fuck. that yet. I haven't. No. <laughs> okay. I didn't touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I never played Magic the Gathering either, but I'm just like I'm staying away from this one. I mean, I think that is great. I. It was a real like full movie. Yeah. I so it was. Movie. It dropped like a few years ago, and uh, I know that Netflix is also. They were t- I don't know, I'm not sure if we mentioned this last pod, but the the One Piece live action anime coming to Netflix. Yeah, we saw that like cast last pod. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. So yeah, it's it's a uh, it's scary hours right now for, for live action anime. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> I think the one they can do is probably Yu Yu Hakusho, and I think it's going to be all right. Like that could work. <laughs> That's the only one that I care about that I, I want to see happen. Yeah, I could see them also trying to take a take at a uh, JoJo Bizarre Adventure because they have a lot of uh, is is catalog on Netflix and they're dropping like a a most anticipated season of jo- uh, JoJo coming up. So I could see them try to do like a, a live action JoJo that might be different. But I'm not sure if it'll work. That could work not- because yeah. I'm not touching that One Piece one because I haven't seen any One Piece. So I don't want my first impression of One Piece to be live action. So I'm not touching that one at all. You've read some of it though, right? No, nothing at all. Not even read or watched. Nothing. I thought you were reading One Piece. Maybe I'm... No, we talked about it and then I got caught up in some... I got got caught up in... Oh, you're reading My Hero, right? No, I'm reading... uh, Right now I'm reading uh, Villain Saga, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Hell's Paradise... In uh, Tokyo Revengers, so uh, once I catch up on those, I'm I'm a, I'm I may uh, touch uh, One Piece or uh, My Hero because I heard it's about to end. My Hero Academia, oh, it's about to be over pretty soon. It's done some weird stuff. Like it definitely had like a very interesting character introduced recently, and like I, they basically like it could be going for another three years or it could be going for another like six months basically right now i, I can't oh, okay. tell are you reading it yeah or are you just keeping up with it oh okay um i've pretty much liked it um this past season of the anime i felt like they did a very bad job with it honestly uh um, yeah i wasn't a fan of this past season i mean the what what are they calling it the uh the villain yeah what's it called villain saga my Villain Academia. Yeah, My Villain Academia. That was okay. That was a little bit different. I wasn't expecting that. So that part was fun. But the first half, uh, I'm like, eh. What happened shit. was um, they like go from the like joint training, whatever, to the My to the my Villain. There's like none of that stuff with like them training under like Endeavor, really. Like that's like mostly like small panels, basically, in the background. Mm. In yeah. the manga? Yeah. I would prefer that more than actually like what they showed us. So that's cool. And the other My Hero one, uh, Vigilantes is supposed to be ending soon. And that's wild because that like started off as this weird bad joke and it got like 
really cool and like street level about like what like less powerful characters are like doing in the midst of stuff. But yeah, um, I have done one thing that is also making me feel like I'm like 10 long with like Yu-Gi-Oh! And uh, I have been playing Halo Infinite. Yo, that looks so good. Oh my god, I was so jealous. I didn't know you were a PC guy. Um, I do have a PC, but it's not that great. I actually was able to find an Xbox, uh, which is a little much, but hey. Okay. Uh, cause it is what it is. Have the like $300 version, and, and like that's not always out of stock, so I just got one of those, and it's like small as hell, and it plays it just fine, but yeah, like Halo's interesting. Um, I fell off that series hard. <laughs> Same. Uh, but this new game, I was being like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, what's wrong with it? And then I kind of like understood what they were doing a little bit. And now I've been like playing that for like a couple matches a night because they have like 15 minute time limit. So it's the kind of thing where I can be like, oh, like, I'm going to play three matches and then I can just like go to something else, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's the biggest flaw with the 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 battle royale game game mode. It's like it takes up so much of your time. Like if you're like really trying to win, that it could be close to like forty minutes one game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I I'm like a starting to become more of a fan of like the in and out type gameplay because I don't have that kind of time on my hand any, anymore, unfortunately. But uh, I've been watching a lot of streams with the Halo Infinite, and it looks amazing, man. I'm so jealous I can't play it. I mean, this crossplay. So, well, I have PlayStation, like computer, so there's no yeah. shot for me to play it. <laughs> you might be able to based on like your PC. Like I didn't want to, but like it might work for you. I don't know. Well, I have a Mac. Oh, so wow. then yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. work for you. Yeah, I just been watching streams, just taking me back to my old Halo days. Like uh, I, I, that was my game back in the day, and I just ended up switching to Sony for some reason. And uh, no, save here. <laughs> <laughs> you know now i'm like fuck this looks so fun so which game is yours like uh like which halo is your favorite i like halo 2 the most to be honest yeah like i got my uh brother's old xbox when he like moved out like and like I, and like that game and i was just like oh this is great this is perfect yeah halo 1 was like kind of like clunky and then i like toned it down with uh you know halo 2 i still remember using a sword for the first time in halo 2 Smacking somebody across the screen. Oh my God. So satisfying. And uh, that's what uh, I think what Halo Infinite was able to tap into is just like the old, you know, back to the basic types gameplay. It's a lot more like frantic because you're always like, oh shit, like the guns aren't as good. So it was the kind of thing like, like I found myself like constantly like grabbing different stuff. Like I was playing Doom or something. It was kind of cool. <laughs> okay. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I have one question though uh i've been having this like conversation uh with like uh other people but what is your like holiday franchise like how are you like a big like harry potter star wars like lord of the rings like what movie series does it get to be called out and you're like oh look i have to watch this before like the year turns over oh damn i don't really to be honest i don't really have a franchise but i have a film I always end up watching Christmas Story for some reason. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't. What's your What's your franchise? I don't really have one to be honest. We like Home Alone, but like that's actually Christmas. Um, the one that I'm kind of wanting to this year is like Lord of the Rings because like that was like one where I think like ooh yeah those movies like mostly came out like around like the holidays, right? So it's like oh they're yeah for Christmas. Oh, that makes sense. Is that that's how you're doing it? Yeah. You know what I want to watch that I like? I recently found out was a Christmas movie was a uh, Die Hard. So I'm definitely watching that. <laughs> Did you know that was classified as a Christmas a uh, Christmas? Yeah, because like the first two take place on Christmas, right? I haven't seen it in so long. It, it was just it was just funny to hear that. So I'm gonna go revisit it. Probably watch Jingle All the Way and uh, probably find some films to watch. I mean, I want to get more into the holidays now that I get a little bit older. But what's that one? I, I was yeah. never a holiday guy. What's that one about the kid who gets like trapped in Mexico dressed as Santa Claus? That's like Hitchhike Home. What? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Um, no. It's called I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'm about to look this up. I'll be home. I've probably never seen this and I'm always looking for. 1998. Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, I've never seen this. It's got 
I'll be home for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. There you go. Jessica Beale. That's a murderous <clears throat> row right there. But no, yeah. Uh okay. Yeah, this looks like a movie I would like appreciate. And it's on Disney Plus. It's the it's the perfect movie for Disney Plus, actually. Okay. It's what that's designed for to not pay money for Robbie over Christmas. Uh Damn, this cast is crazy. Right. I'll check it out. We're gonna do something for Chingle all the way. That is all I'm gonna say because last year we had like four Christmas specials. I'm probably not gonna want to do that this year. So I'm gonna say one's gonna happen <laughs> between everything and all our guests and our like fun friends, but maybe two, but definitely one. <laughs> can't can't go wrong with Jingle all the way. Classic. And this Toku. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're right. I love like those like weird movies like where you watch them. And you're like, wait, is that the Big Show? He's in this. <laughs> Wait, who's that? Oh, okay. yeah, I love those. I love those. Like when you revisit a movie and you start noticing more stuff, you're like, "Oh shit, I forgot he was in this film," <laughs> or his different. And I always forget that Sinbad's in it until I watch it, and I'm like, "Oh, you're a oh, major yeah, character. He is in it, right? That's crazy. I forgot <laughs> he was in it. Holy shit! I'm glad I'm not the only one. Where it's like, oh yeah, I always forget the like main, <laughs> like the secondary main character's movie is Sinbad. <laughs> Yeah, I completely forgot he was in that film. Wow. <laughs> I could. Well, that's, that's not just me. Uh, no. Really, like, I feel like um, most Jake Lloyd movies are probably good for the holidays. You're just like, oh, yeah, like, Phantom Menace, Chingle All the Way. I'm sure he had another one somewhere when he was 10 before he stopped acting. I don't know. Yeah, he definitely picked his spots for sure. But no, uh, that is a lot about the holidays, a lot about like trading card games, a lot about anime. <laughs> and uh, we should probably mention at this point, because we didn't before, uh, we're a podcast about tokusatsu. Uh, <laughs> like, wait, yeah, what? we never mentioned it yet, I realize. <laughs> but, uh, so, welcome to Kanamurabu. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> and uh, won't you comment ride our slate tonight? Hey. But no. <laughs> 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 As you can tell, we're looking at uh, two series, episode seven and eight of both Children's Sentai Jetman and, and Kamen Rider Build. And uh, let's start with Jetman. Uh, Jetto, Jetto. Great song. I love watching the show because it's just like fun to look at and listen to. Yeah, it's great. It's, I, like if it was in like, you know, like if it was dubbed, this would be like the greatest like show just to have on when you, while you're like falling asleep. It's so relaxing when like watching this. Apparently, like easy on the yeah. eyes, soundtrack's good. And, like, it's like just like dreamy enough because it's like not trying to be like super dark or super bright or super like pretty. So it just like looks like pleasant. At some point, I think like a couple years before Power Rangers, they picked one of these series and they did like a dub for it. But it was like a comedy dub that like aired on like a super scuff like Saturday Night Live and like they like had episodes air in the middle of this like variety show. I don't know how that turned out. I, I don't. I've only heard of it. I've never seen it. But like, it's like if you love like the show five years before this, and you want to hear it dubbed kind of racist, you can like go find these tapes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so let's. Should we start with uh, some Jetman or some? I I already said Jetman. This is why you don't podcast hire people but yeah so <laughs> episode seven of a uh, jet bed is called reuse marriage and they go back to the well immediately and do this plot twice in the first eight episodes and i kind of love it <laughs> you're like fuck it let's do it, yeah, again. do it again just go for it but this time we're re- ryu <laughs> which which kind of makes sense like he seemed like he's like a straight cut guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean but his his grandma was something else right because she immediately shows up and hits people. And then they're just playing Yo, I tennis. thought she was a smash yeah. person in disguise. You ever seen uh, Captain Marvel when, like, the old lady was, like, a, a scroll? Yeah, no. That'd be perfect. Yeah, so I thought it was, I thought it was going to be that kind of gimmick. Like, I thought she was, like, undercover smash or something like that. But she's just strong as fuck. <laughs> She'd, like, throw Crazy. off her coat and be, like, a Haley Monster Reef. Yeah. Love that. But another like playing tennis and like she shows up and like judo flips him and is like oh i've got a like marriage girl for you 
uh, and yeah, it's great. She was she was hot too. I thought you meant the grandmother. I was like, oh yeah, sure, sure. But no, oh no, no, yeah, no, 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 she was the the grandma selection. She knows how to pick them. And I love how into it they all are, but especially Guy, he's like, yeah, like help your grandmother out, like respect your elders, like marry this girl, like. Yeah, and they called him yeah. out because he's trying to smash uh, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just um, I do love of uh, a trope, I guess, just in Toku or like in like Japanese media, is that whenever you're on a the first date with your like arranged marriage person, all your teammates have to show up in like weird costumes and personalities to like make them think that you're <laughs> shitty. <laughs> That's funny. There's Rita who's like a loan shark, and then there's like Cowrie, who's like a ex girlfriend or something, and it's great. Perfect. Yeah, she kind of let her emotions like really show, mm-hmm. and like she got called about it towards the end. So that was pretty cool. There's this like great scene too, where like uh, <laughs> they first fight the mirror, and the tentacle grabs them, and then like Cowrie tries to like chop it, but like just like fails, and was like keeps chopping out of her hand. I like that. <laughs> How'd you feel feel about the uh, the mirror dimension monster? Kind of fell off, right? Like it was like peak, and it's like starting to like calm down a little bit, right? With the monsters, they're definitely gonna have some like less gruesome or like pure ones because they have to do so many. But this one was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like have the monster that's a mirror. That's an episode, you know. <laughs> yeah, this was like the most basic one so far. And it wasn't horrible, but I'm just like, okay, like, every monster's not going to be, you know, a home run. I do have to wonder, though, if there's enough bunts, some of them are going to be good. Though, like, there's going to be, like, a like really, like, yeah, bad one in a true. good way. And I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, every monster can't be, you know, like, a uh, home run, so it's cool. And this, this also opened up the door for a little bit more character development and also some more, uh, tactical maneuvers to like actually you know defeat them so which also worked how do you feel about um how the bride to be like emiko was like yeah like seeing you fight made me realize that i really love this other dude yeah and then like at the end like did she propose to him or what because she got married so fast (laughs) oh yeah that that chick she's married now i'm like damn it was like the next day (laughs) so either she was like yeah, either she was like messing around with the guy and like <laughs> was like, "Yo, I'm sorry, but I'm already a, like taken." But I'm gonna see if I can fuck this shit up. <laughs> and then she's like, "Yo, like I can't marry this guy. What's up?" <laughs> That's what it seemed like. What happened? What she says is, "Oh, like seeing you be part of something meaningful made me realize this is dumb. I should just marry who I love and have a nice life. I'm not worry about like wealth." Yeah. Or so which which. Which means she's already talking to somebody while she's already claimed. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Oh, uh, yeah. But also, like, we saw how easy, like, he got dragged to this meeting. Maybe she's just like, okay, let this, like, old lady showed up. Is that, I had to go to this marriage meeting. I better go. She might hit me. It's just yeah. people on the bus. <laughs> they were definitely the, uh, the new, they're like, yo, what's this arranged marriage bullshit? We don't, we're not doing this. They're definitely breaking traditions with that. Though in the end, they also thought, man, Granny is cool as hell. She, like, judo throws people. She, like, beats the monster's power. She, like... She was pretty cool, though. I must admit. She made this episode fun. She even, like, helped out in the fight. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... I, um... Do like how this got, like, used for that, like, main romance spot. It's also, like... Not that, like, needed that much but I guess it's like we know they're gonna get together so maybe like add some texture is like important here because it's like seems so obvious you know yeah and it worked it, it didn't feel forced at all yeah and like uh the best part though is that like immediately at the end of the episode the granny shows up with more girls it's like oh Ryu <laughs> she got him on deck Ryu's a lucky guy this guy's grandma got getting bays for him doesn't have to work for it and there's even a point where, like, somebody says something like, hey, just get her a descendant as soon as possible. It doesn't marry if you're, it doesn't matter if you're married. I was like, well, yeah, sure, guy. That's right. You're right there. 
Oh, no. Um, and that is uh, episode eight, Laughing Diamond. Uh, and this one is also like <laughs> they're going for all the hits. And like by that, I mean, like they have a list of 20 plot lines that every anime at this time had to do that they also have to do. And going to see a diamond and then it has some curse or it's valuable or like it's like one of them, you know? Yeah, I wasn't sure which direction they're going to go with this when they first showed a diamond. I wasn't sure if like the diamond was creating the smashes or whatever, but then it actually turned into a smash. I'm like, oh, okay, now I see where we're going now. Yeah, and um, the point is that like like it's like a blood red diamond, but it's not a ruby. And this dude's like a rich millionaire, and uh, there's a point where like he's flirting with like Coward. Like, okay, yeah, like she's like between 19 and 24 i don't know where she lands but she's like at least like an adult who's lived in society you know and then uh how how do you think akko is she's like 15 or 16 which is my point i was like dude just switches right over he's like ah (laughs) yeah um and like the whole point is they're going together as friends and the diamond makes people crazy before it's even a smash because it has like King Louis the Fourth blood in it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, some wild shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I just um, okay, so <laughs> there's a scene where we see the diamond monster attacking the city and turning people into like the mad form, and we see a bunch of people get got. There are two of them I do want to really focus on. Okay. One is a cop that has his gun drawn and his handcuffs out spinning them. <laughs> He's like, I'm a cop. Listen to me. <laughs> it just hit, that just like hits like way different in Japan, I guess. But uh and <laughs> then there's this um young adult like girl who's like in a like coffee shop or like an ice cream shop, and she's like saying that's too cheap for ice cream. Like, give me more money. Like, I wouldn't let you have any of it. But the thing that got me about her was she's working at an ice cream shop. Did you catch what her hat said on it? What brand her hat was? No, I didn't pay attention. She was wearing a bright orange Durex hat, like the condom brand. And I was what? like, what the fuck is this? Yo, that went over my head. What the hell? It looked like for some reason, like, part of her uniform at this ice cream parlor was like, a condom company hat? I don't know. It was jarring. Yeah, but yeah, I missed that one. That's that's crazy. I didn't even know they made those. Maybe it's like uh, the ice cream scoop company is also the condom company in Japan, you know? Oh, my Something like God. That, maybe. Don't say that. I would not touch that ice cream. Probably separate lines, right? Robert, condom flavored ice cream. Sounds great. <laughs> no, Try thanks. our like lube and strawberry. <laughs> So, could you please describe to me, though, um, Senpai, how does Kaori help Akko out of her diamond craze? Yo, I had to send my notes, right? <laughs> so, how rich is this girl? This was Damn. so pornographic. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, all right, Just you little bitch. Drop- here's some more diamonds. <laughs> Just drop and die. Like, here's 100 million. Here's 200 million. I'm like, wait a minute. How rich is this girl? Like that was that was a different kind of like I, I I've known you know people to make it rain with dollar bills, but to make it rain with diamonds, that's a whole different kind of flex right there. Because they show her butler like a Jija like going to every place of the city and buying all their diamonds, and until until there's all the diamonds in Tokyo, and she has a briefcase. Then she has like a comic safe, and it turns into airplane. Then she has a bigger briefcase, like a suitcase full of diamonds. It's just, <laughs> yeah, she got she got money. I didn't know she was that rich. That's different. Yeah, and I guess it's like also that when they are done being jetmen, that kit that goes to like Akko too, and that's for her, I guess, diamonds. But yeah, uh. And I do want to know, um, not to bust too hard for next time, but um, next time's episode sounds incredible. Uh, oh, I skipped the preview. What's, what's going episode on? Episode nine, Muddy Love. Uh, so Raita's friend, um, that's implied to, to oh, 
Okay. So next time is actually like bangers because there's episode nine, Muddy Love, and the preview showed Raita's childhood friend, who's a girl, and they like obviously like have some like tension. Um, since they've last seen each other, she's become a sniper, and now she has a job hunting down the Jetman. <laughs> Excellent rights episode. Wow. That's peak. Holy shit. And then, uh, I'm not gonna look into the plot for episode 10, but the title implies a lot. <laughs> What's the title? It's, uh, episode 10, Cup Noodles. Cup Noodles. Yo. right perfect title yeah perfect could not be better than that uh, but yeah uh and that's a great place just i love that we're gonna get every single plot that you could do in the 90s in like Jetman because there's like here's the episode where they're have to pretend they're married to catch a flower dimension or whatever you know like i just love they're gonna do all that mm-hmm. but uh a slightly more contemporary and more varied show, I guess, uh, is a Comrade Build, though. And we have a episode seven, The Devil Scientist, episode eight, Memory Starts to Talk. I may have a not so hot take, but I think this is the first pod that we did that I feel like, you know, Build was a little bit better than Jetman this week. What do you think? That's fair. I think like Build is getting. Jetman was introducing characters, and now it's just like doing episodes with them. And now, like, for Build, it's like, oh, we're going to start paying off or building up to, like, the end of our first, like, act, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's starting to pay off, um, like, all the, like, the, you know, plot and, uh, you know, setting the table. It's starting to starting to feel rewarding, finding little things out here and there. So, I had fun. I had a little bit more fun with, with uh, Build this week. Yeah, um, episode seven's, like, pretty simple um both like sento and like ryuga are like concerned over did sento kill katsuragi like what's going on and they go to the third nation hakoto and they try to find his mom and yeah um what do you think of like this first episode here of like the whole like getting there and like leaving the country kind of thing it was fun, man. Anytime we get to travel to like a different sec, sec, what are we calling them? Sections or <sighs> factors or are they countries? Faction, what country, like I think. Yeah, I think it's like a faction, right? They're countries, but it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, we're all like Wales and England and like Northern Ireland kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, right, it's, exactly. So, um, but yeah, anytime we get to travel, it's so much fun. Like to see like a different like landscaping or like architecture and just to see how those people live and like they hear like the lore of like how the wall caused uh hoku right it was hoku right hokoto i think hokoto yeah hokoto to like his his agriculture to like plemish was pretty cool and to see how they live and stuff like that so it was fun yeah and like it's a the first we get like more detail on like what's going on in like and like Faust too, where it's like, oh, there's some real tension between these like two dudes, and there's some real kind of like, what are they gonna do? And we see like um Hiromu like getting into it with his dad about like what amount of preparedness they should have for like a military like strike and that kind of stuff. So there's like a lot of like ground being made here. Um and like the main thing though is that uh they meet Katsuragi's mom. Um, and yeah, she's definitely, what do you think of this character that we're tracking down? Like Katsuragi, cause like find out like a lot about him at this point too. Uh, what we found in this episode was really like, uh, jarring to be honest. I really thought Katsuragi was just a random ass dude <laughs> come to find out he's the founder of Faust and he was doing like experiments on, uh, humans with the nebula gas and kind of, you know. Uh, the world is how it is because of him right now. I I, I didn't really expect that. What'd you think when they, when we could find that out? Yeah, it was a lot to be like, okay, this is a, an important character because he's linked to Sento and he was supposedly like who Banjo got like um in prison for like murdering. So it's like a lot with him. Let's also like bring in 
what we learned from episode eight and uh that like his dad got like a ton of flack for the sky wall happening because he was researching it and like he killed himself mm-hmm. and all that stuff I was like oh wow like he's definitely a yeah a lot of the stuff was uh built on top of this murder mystery like, I, I honestly thought we were just trying to figure out who killed this guy for no reason and come to find out he's the <laughs> he, he 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 had a bigger role to play in everything what's going on and uh you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, I was going to say some conspiracy type shit, but I would probably hold it until the end of the pot. I think there's so, uh, like one thing, for example, like a scene I could bring up and we have some conversation on, but let's like wait till we get to the end for that scene. Yeah, I'll hold it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just this episode's like she trusts them after helping her students and, um, she is like, I'll go to the country with you and then I'll decide if I want to give you his old like data and yeah um they play a lot too with like uh hey um does this guy love her does he trust her like did her son like her and like there's this point where uh she's like taken prisoner and then hiromu gives her a letter from her son says you could have it if you give me the details of that like data and then she opens the letter and it, there's nothing there and he's like yeah your son was a fucking asshole he didn't love you. <laughs> I was like, God, <laughs> yeah. damn, man. Uh, a lot of misdirection. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the fight scenes here? Because we got like some new forms. We also got a lot of like Ryuga like fighting on his own <laughs> too. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed all the fight scenes, and I know we skipped to episode eight, but I feel like we skipped the major plot point in episode seven, which was the reveal of uh, the Night Rogue, which is uh, Himuru. What'd you think about that? Yeah, it makes sense. Like, he's a character in the position to, like, be important. Like, like we're only just getting his, like, backstory, though. Like, we're only, like, just getting him talking with his dad. So I'm wondering if he's going to parallel maybe, like, Katsuragi, like, this character who's, like, um, we find out later did all this stuff to, like, set this whole series in motion, you know? Yeah, I was kind of shocked and I was kind of mad at myself that I didn't realize that he was a writer because he 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 seemed like a major character in the, the the show. So I'm like, he has to be a writer some somewhere. And like now is, you know, now I'm questioning who's Bloodstock. <laughs> you know, is somebody that we've been seeing the whole time, or is you know, it has to be a real life person, right? I mean, I have a Bloodstock. theory, but I don't want to say. I think I think we're on the same page. That's why I was going to save it towards the end. And like, there's a lot of like tension between those two though because they're like night rogue is the leader but like bloodstock is like doing stuff to like what he thinks is best kind of like when a guy takes over your company (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh. (laughs) so let's talk about some theories (laughs) okay there's some people we don't know who they are or where they are what they're doing and what full potential spoilers don't tell us if you know, because it's been like three years to show. Yeah, came we're out. just we're just speculating. I I don't know anything that's going on. The only time I watch Build is when I watch Build. I don't really tap into anything else. So if I guess right, I guess right. So what is your feeling? What's your potential spoiler? You think? So I'm thinking that Bloodstock is Katsurugi. Okay. Who do you think Bloodstock is? Or do you have a you have an idea who you think it is? So I have two theories. One is about one is about like Bloodstock. Um, at this point, I kind of feel like he's the owner, right? Because the owner keeps like, what? Holy shit! The problem is they both have glasses. Like the design for Bloodstock has glasses, and and the owner has glasses, and he kind of like has those mannerisms too. What? <laughs> That's my thought. Oh my god! So. I mean, I don't know if they ever showed Katsurugi's, um, you know, like funeral or body or whatever. So I don't know if this is all like a coy. They'd be like, oh, you killed this guy. We're trying to like arrest you so we can experiment you more. Like, I don't know. That's where my mind's at right now. Like, I feel like he could have faked his death or something. Well, I don't that know. leads to another theory I had. And like, based off the scene, I'd, I'd put it a, a mite stronger than theory, but... What what do you think of that scene with the omelets and Sento and like the omelets being good? The road omelets? Yeah. 
Uh, I really didn't dig deep into that one. What'd you pick from that? I mean, uh, I'm going to state it like a fact, but I don't know. So Sento's Katsurugi, right? Because he, he he likes his favorite food, which is his mom's omelets that nobody else likes. What? Wait, what? Like she makes these omelets? Like his, like, like like he lost his he lost he got amnesia because he's a different person now. I don't know. Like maybe it's some kind of like uh, possess a new body or something. I don't know. But like the fact oh. that oh shit, and at the end it, it was Project Build. All the kids and Banjo think her omelets taste really bad and he loves them and he starts to cry when he eats them. So he so he called somebody to do like some little experiment because he wanted a body swap with somebody because he knew that Hiroma was going to kill him. Oh my god! Yo! That's kind of what I'm thinking. That makes so much sense. So the reason why he, he got some like guy from a band that wasn't doing anything really like crazy was because he wanted to body swap with somebody no that makes sense like if that's a power and the experiment was the, the experiment was the body swap so whenever uh sento woke up and katsurigi was dead he ne- he didn't really kill him but he was there so when they walked in the body was dead so it was really supposed to be ryuga but he was there too late oh my god that has that has to be it. What if they do something like, oh, um, you're innocent and want to help people and like my scientific knowledge, they were a best match and my personality got erased and so did yours, but we still stayed the same person or whatever, you know? Like some kind of like Dragon Ball Damn. thing. Or like, oh, like we're not each one of us. I don't know. We're each part of this. Yeah, and that kind of that kind of that kind of plays into uh Comrade Double too, like the two different personalities. Because each suit split in half. So maybe somewhere in the episodes to come, he awakens inside of Sento's body and they become two. I don't know. Yeah. That's wild, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the belt's whole like thing is like one part is organic and one part's not. So yeah. Like maybe it's like, oh, half of like half of me is natural. Half of me's not. It's half of me somebody else. Yeah, that that plays into the whole split personality type thing. Wow, that's deep. You know, holy shit! What would be the most fucking this show slash anime thing to do? What's that? If um they've got like Bloodstock, they're like, we know it's you. You're the owner, and then he like gets untransformed, and it's the owner. But he's like, yes, but you never asked my name. I'm <laughs> and like I'm Sento. My name is like Sento Lakiryu, and you stole my identity or something like that. Like he's the original Whoa, Sento. Yeah, that'd be wild. So, other than personality acting, that you the reason why you think it's Bloodstock. Wh- like, why would you think Bloodstock would be tutoring Sento to be Bill? <sighs> That's why I'm kind of. On one hand, I was like, okay, the posture is a little similar and like the cadence of speaking and like the glasses on the suit, glasses on him. But then as far as the motivation, this dude is shown like Bloodstock has shown I really care about how you develop and like he like as he's fighting like Banjo, he's like, Oh, I should stay and fight you because your hazard levels are getting stronger. Right. So I should just like agitate you. And then when it's high enough, I'll, like I'll just like give you the data you need. Like it, like the owner like has been taking care of them, but also like he pushed Sento to get a job, but like a job that would help him get more full bottles and get more build power. So I guess he's trying to like get a bunch of people strong enough for some plan. Hmm. I, I mean, know. he did start the whole wall thing, right? Yeah, it was him. So that, I, I could definitely see that. For Something sure. like, oh, like you have to be hazard level eight before you can push the box back together or something. You know, like something like that, maybe. Yeah, because there's there's not really other any other characters that you'll be shocked to find out that's Bloodstock besides the owner, and he has both panels in both locations for bottles and stuff. I mean, it makes sense. Unless it was just like Sawa, like that would be kind of fun. Like, oh, like she's it. Okay. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun too. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. Um, 
but is my is my guy Banjo gonna get a suit or what? I mean, my guy here like fighting writers, fist of cuffs, like just raw, <laughs> no suit on or nothing. I'm like, my guy needs a suit ASAP. I'm wondering. Um, that seems like the kind of thing that's gonna happen. Um, probably soon. Like, I'm glad we've waited a minute. I kind of assumed the show would have had more writers already. And so far, we've had like the two not writer dudes. We have like build, but like I would have thought like two or three people on the team by this point. But I'm glad they don't. Yeah, I kind I kind of like the small team dynamic for sure. Maybe Saber traumatized like, me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could could Bloodstock be another one of the like leaders of one of the, the factions? Would that be a shocker or not really? Oh, that could work. Uh. He could be from Mars. I don't know. Cause it, cause Himaro was really against the uh, old girl. <laughs> cause like they're like they're in cahoots against me and stuff like that. So I don't know. Do you think we ever get like Damn. anything with aliens or Mars or Martians? Cause like it, it is from Mars. Is it like the kind of thing where it's going to be like, oh yeah, a uh, hundred years ago, <laughs> not a hundred, but like. There were people on Mars and Earth, and then we made this, and now there's only people on Earth. Shit, I hope so. That's that sounds like a a great uh direction to take. But I also hope we revisit Mars. <laughs> you know, I want to go like the different. I like traveling in shows for some reason. I like going places. So like going back to Mars to like find the essence of the Pandora box because then you got to bring something back to, you know, down here to like fix it. That'd be that'd be fun adventure. But uh. Um, we may not see those Martians until we go back to Mars. I can see like we we uh, move on from smashes to like something else when we get to when we get to Mars. Okay, you know what I mean. The sky wall is red, so maybe it's like, and this is what made Mars uninhabitable over time and made it the red planet, and it's doing it to Earth. Oh no, because it's it's basically the nebula gas that's turning humans into smashes, but. What what the nebula gas is basically from Mars, right? So I guess on Mars, like it's just smashes. You know what I mean? Like, but where did they come from? Maybe they all died out after they were made. Like it's like, oh, we all became smashed to destroy yeah. everything, and now we're dead. Yeah, I I can see them like the original smashes or something mm-hmm. like that. And they're like, oh, not humans, but just like you know what I mean? Yeah, like full on like alien like royalty. Full on, hell yeah. No, if they go full on like. Here's this massive hall, and there's a bunch of like statues that start like coming to life on Mars. I'm down for that because that kind of happened in the game, right? Yeah, whenever they uh, sp- well, kind of spoiler without spoiling it without saying anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, right? th- no, like that's something that they could do. Um, I don't know, maybe like we like I also see them never going back to Mars or never referencing like aliens besides this object, though. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like oh, yeah, there's no aliens. <laughs> Just this abandoned planet, but ah, so much fun, man! Yeah, it's, it's, starting, it's starting to pay off, man. For real, for real. Do you think we get like more faction warfare soon, like more riders? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because there's three nations. Yeah, I sh- I feel like each nation should have at least two to represent them, right? Okay. But okay, let's think about how we got the riders we got now. How how the hell did Himaru get his his uh abilities? Somebody would have to give it to him, right? Or did he just put himself in a nebula gas and came out as Night Rouge? He has that gun, so he like had that made for him by somebody. Yeah, and then also Bloodstock, like who created Bloodstock? Because we knew how we know how Sento was created, and those are only three writers at the moment, right? So I I'm ready to see their origin stories. And uh, we get that, and then, yeah. And then I guess we'll find out the other, like how the other ones were created too, because. I feel like this is like a nuclear warfare type thing. Like if they have rioters, we need rioters too type thing. And they're even like mentioning like, oh, like my plan is to make a military application for rioters, which like came mm-hmm. up a bit in like zero one too. Where it's like, okay, maybe it's like there's going to be like uh, six new characters that are like all rioters in a minute, you know? Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, like we're like the first run military rioters, but they have them too. And then we have them. And no. But... Is it a panel thing? It's only two panels, right? Or is it... Well, it was four panels, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like... Oh, uh, yeah. So we're, we're missing two panels then, if it's four. But we know of two so far. There's layers and who knows what's going on, honestly. Like, 
Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's a square, so it could be six panels. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so we'll only find out. But we only know of two panels right now. I mean, it can't only be two. So I feel like somebody has the other sides of the of the of the box, and they can also be making bottles too. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I'm not sure like what the vibes would be because like would be more science. Like, oh, like I'm the more alchemy themed covered writer. I don't know. Like, and like fuck your science. Like said to. I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, yeah, there's a lot there. Um, and some solid episodes uh, this week, but. Yeah, we're just getting started. Holy shit. Episode eight. Wow. Yeah, these shows are going to be like really getting late to it too. Because I think like around episode like 15, 16, like these writer shows around this time like to like change their plots and cast up a bit too, which would be fun. Yeah, we'll be speculating along the way as well. <laughs> and something I've been uh, very speculative on. Uh, oh, sorry. Is uh, what are your uh, top three characters this week? Top three. Oof. Okay. It's a hard so, week. I'm not going to do them any order because I'm just going to rifle them off. Uh, I got to go with the grandma. Okay. From Jetman, and I will actually go with the mom from Built. Because I feel like she was a very pivotal character in this whole thing. And then uh, I got to give a, sh- a huge shout out to Katsurugi for being the founder of False. I did not expect that. So top three characters. No Pacific order. Yeah, that's rough. I'd say probably the grandma and the mom. Um, I kind of like how Kauri was just like, I'm going to throw diamonds on you. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, you're good. yeah, that was... That was an awesome moment. Never seen that before in any kind of show I've watched before. Just making it making it rain with diamonds. That's different. And the subs were like doing that thing where like fan subs sometimes let's just like have them swear when maybe they weren't swearing. Like, yeah, you bitch. <laughs> Take this, you bitch. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> is great. Like, I'm sure it was like oh. it would be translated and like heard by like a like Japanese person as like you brat. But like I said, they're like, yeah, you stiff bitch. Like at these times. Uh, <laughs> stiff yeah but she said stiff bitch I'm like yo oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh what was your favorite uh monster or effect that we saw favorite monster um i wasn't a fan of the design but i loved how it, it uh moved the plot i'll go blood diamond mm-hmm. because like it turned everybody into like crazed maniacs which i guess is their form of like zombies mm-hmm. and i love zombies so that was fun What'd you have? I liked that too. Like I um liked <laughs> the way that you had like at one point like this like old couple is like flirting and like she's like, Oh, will I get to see that dive? He's like, Oh, like you like that idea? And then they like both get crazy and beat the crap of each other. It's a fun, like more colorful design. Like there's some of these where I'm like, Oh, these couldn't work nowadays because it's like not bright enough. This felt bright enough, but also sl- slightly more partial to that more like pre-designed too so yeah and i also like how it uh was able to take control over akko that was fun like seeing her like doing the poacher guys type shit yeah. <laughs> ah, let me out of here <laughs> that was fun and is that like what she like randomly sees like right again and kicks him in the balls again <laughs> yeah that's like the second time it's happened to him yeah this might be a trope that goes on <laughs> Like the whole the whole time, just Raito getting kicked in the balls. Look at Raito; he's not aggressively trying to flirt with us. Let's kick him in the balls. <laughs> yeah, I think this is probably gonna be a gimmick. Maybe it was like something about you know this time period that kicking somebody in the balls was like, oh my god, it's so funny. Because I do remember a lot of kicking in the balls in like cartoons and movies when I grew up. Not so much kicking in the balls nowadays. Yeah, now it's much more like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's a lost art i think right and like what's the last time you see somebody get kicked in the balls and it was like funny it's been a minute <laughs> i mean it's something modern no <laughs> but if it's like bef- before 2010 any clip of somebody getting kicked in the balls is funny that's just the truth <laughs> <laughs> like if it's like 480p and lower it looks good it's it's fine yeah but uh, <laughs> this next one's a little rough, but what was the best outfits we saw this week? What was the best fits? All right. Not not necessarily the best fit, but most standout 
like fascist statement has to go to Banjo choosing a clown outfit while he's fucking a fugitive. It just <laughs> you know, being being Banjo, the the fugitive that doesn't know what being undercover is. Gotta give it to him with the clown suit. <laughs> yeah. And I think even in like it was a moment in the episode, they're like, Why are you wearing this again? <laughs> Like, why would you think that's a great costume idea? So I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta point that out. And the point where the kids see him, we're like, oh, this is a clown. This is great. What's going on? Hang out. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Um, I'll give it to Raita because I liked him dressed up as this loan shark. Like, oh yeah, like I'll help you if you're dead. Like, where's, where's my money? <laughs> All this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my second option. And that. We are at the end, which is uh, why I have to ask, James, uh, when you're not talking about Tokusatsu, where will find you? You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, uh, Copacetic Simpot. Where can I find you, Kip? You can find me uh, on Twitter.com, at James Forge, and you can find me um, on Xbox, playing Halo Infinite, hey. just going right at it, just like, bah, bah. but... Uh, <laughs> You can find the <laughs> the podcast uh, at com on Twitter and Instagram. There's com or um, at Kavrabri, not at com. That's a different place. But uh, the actual website <laughs> is com, which has uh, links out to everything. But if you want to get a more specific, com slash episodes has links to the, the different platforms. You want to simplify that. And com slash merch with all the proceeds from that going to the Trevor Project. And please leave a review on a podcast. It is important uh, to us to uh, get those and get more visible. And it's nice to uh, also say definitely uh, have seen some more uh, people listening lately. Uh, the best I could tell because of a problem with how a podcast and that's for like podcast only, I guess. But regardless, uh, Please uh, to also uh, send us an email to uh, podcast.com with questions or theories. And now I will know if you are sending in a theory based off a show that came out three years ago and you watched that show. <laughs> That's pretty easy to tell. Yeah, they're like, I don't know. It's something about this character that blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you just definitely just bought it. <laughs> I don't know. That's this person's fishy. You'd be like, wait, what? And then like I'll like then I'll show up and I'll just be like on site. Just bop. Just get you. But uh No, I will not hit fans of this show. But uh You're not little baby. That brings or dead baby. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't the baby like slap oh, one of his fans or something? <laughs> I thought you said like, oh, like you're not like a dead baby. I was like, what? Oh, no, no, no. no I was making a joke about the baby hitting his fans. Honestly, I think <laughs> he's earned like seven good hits. After that, he's <laughs> he's done. But the first seven are free for him. <laughs> no. And did we learn anything? I don't know if we did. These are some awesome shows, pretty much. That's what we yeah, be thankful for watching a show that you want to oh watch my God. This, yeah these have been so much fun man yeah pods have been even more fun